This is Financially Tuned with Tara Nolan from Tara Nolan Advisory Services. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Tara provides her clients and prospects the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. Your money and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Tara Nolan to help you find out how to be financially tuned. Welcome to another show of Financially Tuned with me, Tara Nolan, from Tara Nolan Advisory Services, and my amazing co-host, Tony Shore. We are very excited to have you join us today. In this show, we are going to be discussing beneficial strategies that can help you listeners avoid mistakes when dealing with your individual retirement accounts, known as IRAs, and their legacy planning. Yeah, and, and this is a good topic. Now, listeners, it's not going to be as boring as it sounds when we when we mention the word IRA and legacy. People <laughs> are like, oh, yeah. Uh, there's some key things that you have to know, and we're going to be talking about those. But, uh, Tara, I have to tell you, I'm in a great mood today. Uh, I feel really good. Let me tell you why. Uh, okay. It's because in the intro, you said I was amazing. You are. At least, at least as far as a co-host goes. So, I really, I'm going to take that one to the bank. I'm going to bank that one. And awesome. uh, I love that. And you're fantastic as well. And I wanted to thank you, Tara, for having me on your show once again this week. We had a great show last week. And I, I think these shows are really timely. We've got more folks than ever retiring. I mean, it's an astonishing rate. Like 10,000 people a day are retiring in this country. It's some astronomical figure because of all the baby boomers. And and then we have market volatility. And so I know that you can help people in this, uh, you know, it can be kind of a crazy time for folks and you give them peace of mind, right? Well, yeah, I mean, retiring, it's one of those uh, yin and yang types of things where you have moments of euphoria and then you have moments of panic. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good way to put it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that's pretty accurate. Well, how have you been though, Tara? Are you doing pretty good, keeping busy? You know, I've just been having a great time. I've been getting a lot of good training done with my horses. You know, and every day my horse is starting to come around and starting to go, oh, I'm supposed to work with you, not against you. I'm like, yes. <laughs> uh, you have more patience than I do. I, I you know, I've seen, grow, I grew up with someone, you know, my mom, uh, she uh, trained horses for people and, uh, and uh, you know, got them ready to ride. And she did uh equestrian and western style riding and showing and everything else uh, she tried her hand at jumping and barrel racing everything you name right. it uh -huh. uh, when it comes to horses and i saw that they're stubborn uh horses have uh their own personalities and a mind of their own and it takes a really special person to be able to uh work with them well and train them and so I have a lot of respect for you there. Well, they're just, they're funny that way because there's like this moment with almost every horse where they finally go, oh, we're a team. This isn't me versus you. <laughs> and, and it's just almost funny. Like you can see like the cartoon light bulb go off over their head. <laughs> yeah, but where they stop resisting and they start working with you and then it makes things easier on uh, them and you. A heck of a, you know, why is a small brain in a thousand pound body? <laughs> yeah, that's... That's always trouble. Yeah, they say the same thing about me, though, Tara. <laughs> Small brain, big head. Um, no, uh, we're just having some fun. But this is an important topic. Uh, 
before you, we get started, Tara, maybe you could give us an overview for our listeners out there on exactly what is an IRA and uh, what makes up somebody's legacy. Well, you know, this is a great point to start on because a lot of people don't really understand, and it's a little confusing, that an IRA is actually a tax status that's allowed by the IRS. So for most people, an IRA is an account that they have set up at a financial institution, like our 401k kind of plan similar to that, that allows you to save money with tax-free or tax-deferred basis. And we won't go into it today, but it's also interesting that you can have inside of an IRA Like for example, for myself, I actually own a condo inside my IRA. So IRAs are not just funds in the market. The IRA is actually the tax bracket that you're allowed by the IRS. So, but what we're gonna focus on today are what most people have, are the traditional IRAs, Roth IRAs, or simple IRAs that they have, usually with mutual funds, some stocks, bonds, and those types of things. So what's really important though for people to understand are the differences between a traditional IRA and a Roth IRA. And again, the differences in these two is the way the IRS treats how you pay taxes. So with a traditional IRA, you get a tax deduction when you put the money into the account. Then the money gets to grow tax deferred, but when you pull the money out, guess what? You're still gonna be paying taxes. So with a Roth IRA, what happens is you put the money in It grows tax-free, but you don't get that initial deduction at the beginning. So here's my favorite uh, euphemism I like to use, and and I'll put you on the spot, Tony. I know you love how I do that. (laughs) So (laughs) if you're a farmer and you have the option, the government gives the option, do you want to pay taxes on your finished crop at the end of the season, or do you want to pay tax on the seed up front? On the seed up front. And that's an answer that most people agree with, but why would you want to do that? Well, uh, because taxes might go up between now and then. Maybe. Does anyone think taxes are going to go down? (laughs) (laughs) I highly doubt it. I like your optimism. (laughs) But exactly. I mean, it's theoretically, once the crop grows, there's going to be a lot more of it. And so you're going to have a lot more to pay, pay tax on. So if you have the option, like you do with the Roth, to pay money up front, it's a smaller amount. And then it can grow as big as it wants. And then there's no extra tax burden. Sure. Sure, and and that makes perfect sense. Now I, I have to jump back a second. I think I think in the opening or earlier or at one point I know you've uh, said that IRA stands for Individual Retirement Account, but I always it's thought not, it's I yeah. always thought it stood for in uh, Internal Revenue Account. And that's not it <laughs> because of the tax implications, isn't it? It's a joint account, right? I mean, a lot of our listeners probably don't realize that, but when you have a traditional IRA, it's a joint account between you and- uh, And the government, yes, yes, Uncle Uncle Sam. Sam, Who I don't (laughs) believe, Tara, I'm pretty sure he's not even a real uncle. (laughs) Just the kind that wants to collect some money from you. (laughs) Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I appreciate, I do appreciate, in all seriousness though, that was a good explanation of IRAs that you gave us. Uh, now, uh, what could you tell our listeners about what you mean when you refer to someone's legacy? Well, legacy, I like to discuss it because there's a lot of people that think that's something that's just for the Kennedys, you know, the ultra wealthy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but legacy is really synonymous with your assets, your inheritance, and all your possessions. But it, what it really does bigger than that is it echoes 
the permanence, and re represents, you know, your entire life. And this is important because it can reflect not just what you're leaving to people when you pass, but really the legacy of what you want people to know about you and, and all of those types of things. So even for people who don't feel like they're super wealthy, it's pretty interesting what we can do with legacy planning. And one of the things I love to do with people is I have a lot of clients, Tony, that have a lot of charitable interests, particularly with their churches and just causes they feel very strongly about. And a lot of them, all things being equal, they'd love to leave money for their charity in addition to their family, but they always feel like it's an either or decision. And so one of the things that's really fun to do is sit down with people and show them that sometimes it can be an and situation. And so that's something that's fun to do with the financial legacy because their uh, family inherits and gets what they want, but then they can also do something even bigger than themselves. And it's just amazing to me when you look at statistics, and I can just tell you from my practice, how many people just don't even have a basic will. And if you don't write down where you want your things to go, the state decides who wants that. Well, yeah, you don't want to leave it up to the state, especially if you have loved ones involved and children. Uh, that's so, so important. Uh, I wonder why, Tara, that more people out there don't actually plan out their financial legacy then. And I also find it kind of interesting that we use the word legacy instead of inheritance. When did that change? Well, I think it's just more, we're talking semantics. I think a lot of people don't ever consider a legacy sometimes because they're just honestly humble and they're just living their lives and they don't think about it. And a lot of people also, when they hear the word legacy, they just think that's for the, the ultra wealthy. And an inheritance more specifically refers to, okay, you have a life insurance with a death benefit, or you have your 401k or your IRA, and you know how on all of your financial forms, you're supposed to list your beneficiaries. So that's kind of what an inheritance is referring to. But when we're talking about a legacy, we're trying to get at something that's more all-inclusive. So where in your inheritance is just referring to the money that you leave behind to your family and loved ones, a legacy is something that's going to uh, tell your story. And then this is just where we can have a lot of fun planning. And again, it's not magic, it's just the tax code. But a lot of times we can actually sometimes even increase what's left over for the family while pointing the money to charity versus just to the generic pot of taxes. You know, Tara, I think there are, are a lot of people out there and there are people in my life that have uh, gone on but have left a lasting impression on people and I know, you know, some of my relatives that have passed have left a, a big impression on me just based on their life story and who they were and the interaction I had with them. So uh, the topic of our show today being avoiding IRA and legacy planning mistakes, uh, what are some mistakes that our listeners should avoid? Well, this is a great segue into our topic of mistakes to avoid. You know, it's always better to learn from someone else's mistakes because we're going to make plenty of our own anyway, <laughs> or at least maybe just that's just me. Yeah. No, uh, <laughs> you're not alone in that. <laughs> so, you know, people work really hard throughout their life to build their retirement assets. And, you know, I want their assets to continue to work hard for them throughout their working career and their retirement years. And then at their passing, we want to make sure that their legacy can continue for generations to come, and especially if it's just a matter of making sure the planning is done right. So the first mistake to avoid is not taking control of your assets. It's really important, for example, when you're no longer working at a company, 
why would you leave your money in a 401k that you're no longer working for? It makes sense why you're there and you're getting matching benefits and you're paying for this overhead because it's doing good things for you. But once you're no longer working there, you're still paying the overhead for the 401k, but you're not getting those matching benefits and those other things. So it's really important to take control of your money. Well, I, I think that's really important and, and that's some more great advice. So uh, Tara, maybe you could explain to our listeners and to myself actually uh, about when you have a 401k, like I have, I have a couple 401ks and when I retire, I'm going to need to do something with them or uh, even in the meantime, maybe before I retire, I, I might want to put them into an IRA account from a 401k to an IRA. I imagine this is a pretty common thing that you deal with, correct? Absolutely. Because again, once you're done working for the company, then you want to get control and make sure you're not paying extra fees that you don't need to be paying. So when you do a rollover, ideally what you want to do is what we call a direct rollover. So the money goes directly from the institution that you've been having at work to your new money management company. And so it never passes through your bank account. It just goes direct. And the only reason that we do that, Tony, is just to protect the tax status. Because what you want to do is you don't want to get caught having to pay taxes on money until you're actually ready to spend it. Ah, that's a great point. Now, I know that, um, you know, if you if you have if you have a rollover where they cut you a check and then you send it on or have it delivered to uh, another institution where the IRA is at, uh, you only have a 60 day window. And if something happens to that check or you miss that, there are penalties involved, aren't there? There are. And but this is also a very common thing that a lot of companies will do is they'll send you the check directly. And it's just an extra exercise uh, for the client because then they just need to keep for tax purposes to show that this was the check they got and then it was forwarded on. So it's still okay, but it's just it's always cleaner, simpler when you can do direct. And that's what I try to help people do. But either way, it's 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 doable either way. You just want to make sure that you don't let it slip through the cracks. Sure. Exactly. Well, you know what? Our time is actually up for this uh, first segment of the show. Is there anything you'd like to add before we take a quick commercial break? Well, I definitely would. So when we're getting ready for preparing for our retirement, it's really important to understand your social security benefits in addition to what you're doing with your IRAs, because this can make a big difference in your bottom line and how you set up your foundation. So just for everyone listening today, if they want to visit my website at www.taraenolan.com and click on the financially tuned button, or you can just call the office if you prefer, 719-235-5494 and receive a complimentary retirement income toolkit. And this toolkit is going to help you prepare for retirement because it's going to walk you through questions you maybe didn't even know you needed to ask. So again, just either go to the website, www.taraenolan.com, or call the office at 719-235-5494. All right. Well, thank you so much, Tara. And listeners, we're going to be right back to finish up our discussion with Tara Nolan on Financially Tuned after this. Tax planning can be very difficult, and making mistakes on your taxes can haunt you for years. The good news is that most tax mistakes are easily avoidable. It just takes the right professional for the job. We have the team of CPAs and CFPs who can help you avoid costly tax mistakes 
and minimize tax exposure. Request your copy of The Future of U.S. Taxation and How to Prepare, written by renowned tax professional and author Nick Stovall. You can download it right now. All you have to do is visit our website, TaraEnolan.com, or give us a call at Tara Nolan Advisory Services at 719-210-4242 to request your copy. This informative article is just one part of the Retirement Income Toolkit, which will help you arm yourself with information and ready you for our first appointment. Welcome back to Financially Tuned with me, Tara Nolan from Tara Nolan Advisory Services and our outstanding, amazing co-host, Tony Shore. Today, we have been talking about IRA and legacy planning mistakes and how to avoid them. That's always the best way. So in the first first segment, we covered kind of an overview of what an IRA is and what a legacy is. So for those of you just tuning in, an IRA is a tax-advantaged account that the IRS allows you to set up. And generally, what we have inside the IRA is mutual funds, stocks, bonds, that type of thing. So that's the IRA, though, is just what the IRS allows you to use for tax planning purposes. Now, a legacy is the broader picture of everything that you're leaving behind for your family, your loved ones, and hopefully some of your charitable giving aspects as well. So what we went over this earlier was the planning mistakes to avoid. Number one, you want to take control of your assets. And then number two, you definitely want to roll over your 401ks and you want to do it correctly so that you don't incur any tax penalties. Well, yeah, and it's been a great conversation on this topic so far, Tara. You've given us a lot to think about. I don't think it can be stressed enough, the importance of proper IRA and legacy planning. You don't want to have your retirement put at risk because of poor planning or lack of knowledge in certain aspects of planning, right? You know, absolutely. So another mistake that you want to avoid is having too many different retirement accounts. Today, you know, it used to be that you you got a job and you worked that job your whole life. But today people have moved around two, three, four times. And so people have like a little collection in like their junk drawer of finances. And they have things like CDs, multiple 401k accounts, some brokerage accounts, some annuities, you know, just a whole hodgepodge like that junk drawer you have at home. (laughs) So what we want to do is to collect all those retirement accounts and look at them and say, are we managing all of these correctly? Do we want to consolidate some of them? Because they're all set up with different initial intentions. And so sometimes you can be making some costly mistakes. And one of the things we want to look at is uh, what kind of tax status they have, what kinds of fees you're paying, make sure everything's aligned. And one of the things with my people who are in retirement we have to calculate is they're called RMDs, Required Minimum Distributions. and You want to make sure that you know what your RMD is going to be, which accounts you have to take it from, and have that all set up properly because no one likes to give money back to the government just for not knowing the rules. Well, exactly. It's funny. I I do have to question again your definition of RMD. You said uh, an RMD stands for Required Minimum Distributions, but Tara, I've used that that abbreviation RMD, but when I refer to an RMD, it means really massive donut. (laughs) <laughs> and I usually use that in the morning, that term. I'm like, do we have any RMDs around here? Uh, 
<laughs> so for our listeners out there, that's something, if you've heard me say RMD, it means something different than what Tara's talking about. I think uh, yours sound a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, those required minimum distributions uh, can really cause a lot of problems for people who don't have someone like yourself helping uh, organize those and line them up. Uh, it, it's good to know about these costly mistakes. You know, if someone has too many retirement accounts, uh, that could be a problem. So what are some ways that people can avoid these mistakes? Well, let me give you some examples. So my solution for someone with too many different retirement accounts really is going to always, of course, vary in their specific situation. But here's an example that we can look at. Let's say I have a client that has 10 different accounts. So I would encourage them to consolidate these accounts into three different types. Traditional IRAs, Roth IRAs, and non-qualified funds. So what we're doing is we're consolidating accounts based on the categories that you get allotted by the IRS because tax planning is such an important part once you start looking at your retirement income. How you're gonna spend your money becomes then more important than how it was that you saved it. So that's what we wanna do is look at consolidating just to minimize, minimize all this confusion and potential errors. And then we can create a really good plan so that you can spend your money in the way that you're gonna to get to keep control of most of it. Ah, and, and that sounds like a, a good plan uh, <laughs> for all of us. Uh, I think this is really good to know. Now. I think it's important for our listeners out there to begin today. I love your line about when the best time to plant a tree would be. Uh, right, is is 20 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> right. <clears throat> What's the second best time, though? Today. Exactly. So start today if you haven't already. What's another mistake that our listeners should avoid when they're IRA and legacy planning? Well, what we want to do when you're having IRAs, particularly if you're in the market, is you don't want to pay any extra fees and loads in your IRAs. Now, obviously, one thing I do have to explain to a lot of people is that your 401k from work is not free. I have a lot of people that go, well, I don't pay anything for that. Well, I'll just let everyone in on a little secret here. <laughs> no one's in the money business for nonprofit status. <laughs> so there is always a charge, but what we want to look at is that you're not paying anything extra. So one of the things we want to make sure is we go through all of the different investments, back to that example with someone who has 10 different accounts, let's make sure we've streamlined it and so that you're only paying for something that's giving you value. And that's what you wanna look at. Well, and I think that covers that aspect of it. I mean, it's a given that there are sometimes hidden fees with different types of accounts and, and uh, investment vehicles out there. So you have to be aware and work with a professional like yourself, Tara, uh, to avoid that so uh, moving on, I'm actually going to jump back. We were talking about RMDs earlier and not really massive donuts. I was but, already getting hungry while you said that. <laughs> <laughs> but required minimum distributions. And I, I forgot to ask you something about that. Um, it, why is it so important to make sure you take those at the right time? I wanted you to explain that to our listeners. Well, and, and that's a really great question because RMDs only take place on traditional accounts and you have to start taking those when you're 70 and a half. And if you don't take the amount specified by the IRS, guess what? They're gonna assess a penalty and you're gonna pay even more. <laughs> so you wanna make sure that you take out the required amount because if you don't, then you're gonna get assessed a penalty anyway. And that's, and I, 
Yeah. I've heard that penalty is a big one, right? It's a very big one because they just don't want you to make that mistake. Because, sure. you know, the thing is, is traditional IRAs weren't set up for your benefit. The government set those up so that when you're poor and young and starting work, that they let your money grow. So that way, when you become retired and wealthy, that they get a bigger percentage of a larger pot of money. <laughs> so. <laughs> very clever. Right. And that's Very why they clever. figured out exactly that the RMDs had to be in place because what happened is people said, well, I don't need that money. And the government wasn't getting it. So they had to put the RMDs into play. So, Tara, this has been a great discussion so far and we're moving right along. But I wanted to get to this question because this is something that I know is critical. Uh, do you maybe have some helpful tips on ways for our listeners to ensure they have the correct beneficiary designations? Yes, and this is actually one of those areas when I sit down with people, especially those people like we talked about that have 10 different accounts over their lifetime, yeah. is you wanna make sure that all of your documents are signed and that you have the correct beneficiary de designations. Um, it's a good idea to check with the bank and your attorney or advisor to verify you have all the, the correct documents as well. But what I find, Tony, is a lot of families today are very complex and sometimes people are in second marriages or they're coming out of widowed situations or widower situations so families are complicated and so when we take the time to go through and look a lot of times those beneficiaries may not be aligned the way they want them to be so what we want to do is make sure that we sit down as part of the initial planning and then really part of the annual reviews make sure all those documents are aligned. And what I really encourage people to do is it's great if you have a bank or an attorney that's gonna monitor those documents for you, but ultimately it's your money. And so I think it's good for people to have copies of all of their documents in their possession as well. So, because ultimately at the end of the day, it's, it's you, it's your family. Well, exactly, and, you, and a beneficiary designation could make the difference of of the money and, and, you know, passing on to a loved one like you want it or it going to the courts. And, and you don't want that. And I know a lot of people out there, you know, there may be an instance where somebody says, well, I don't, I don't have somebody I want to leave my money to. And that's going to be rare. But in that case, I want to make sure that all our listeners have the correct spelling of my name. Right. <laughs> if you need, but if you, if you need somebody to put down as a beneficiary on an account, uh, just make sure you spell Tony with a Y and S-H-O-R-E, just like it sounds. Uh, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But uh, you know what? We're out of time. My joking around has taken up time now, uh, and we're out of time for today's show, Tara. Sorry to tell you. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to add before we have to go today? Oh, my gosh, Tony. I have so much I'd like to add, but uh, <laughs> we'll save that for next show. Sure. But what I, for everyone listening today, I would just encourage, if you came in, especially midway, please visit my website at www.taraenolan.com. That's T-A-R-A-E-N-O-L-A-N.com and click on the financially tuned button in the right side. And you can download a complimentary retirement income toolkit. Or you can just call the office at 719-235-5494 and request a copy. But with this Retirement Income Toolkit, you're gonna to get the information that you need to help secure your retirement. It's gonna uh, put all the ideas in your head that we talked to you about today. It's gonna to get you started to help make those sound decisions. So, and if you just have any questions about today's show or comments, please don't hesitate to call. 
719-235-5494. I'm really happy to help. All right. Well, thank you so much, Tara. And uh, it's been a great show. We're going to be back same time, same place next week, right here with Tara Nolan on Financially Tuned. Thank you for listening to Financially Tuned. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Tara Nolan at Tara Nolan Advisory Services. Call 719-210-4242 or visit their website at taraenolan.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. 